you're listening to the C to Z of movies. My name is Colin. I'm the C. With me is Zijan the Z, and a very happy new year to you, Zijan. Happy new year, Colin. Did you miss me? Uh, I always miss you. Yeah. Oh, I've missed the podcast, man. I've missed not doing one episode. Was wow, was tough. Yeah. For those of you who were who didn't tune in last time, we had uh, the one and only James Lee um, talking about Star Wars Rogue One, while Zijan was off doing whatever. Malaysians do in Malaysia. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing that what British people do in Britain. Is it? Trust me, Colin. Okay. Yeah. Well, mm. I hope you had a good time. Um, the, the listeners, I'm sure, missed you. We've been we've been inundated with angry uh, emails. <laughs> but thanks, James, for stepping in, though. Yeah, did a great job, and and uh, you'll notice that I lined him up to do uh, the next Star Wars film when it comes out in December. So you might never have to watch a Star Wars film again. Yes. Anyway, uh, today we are looking back at 2016, uh, mostly about the films rather than about, you know, Donald Trump and stuff. Uh, and we're also looking forward to 2017, which I've already pretended it currently is because it will be by the time you finish editing this, right? Yep, it would be. Let's say it is 2017. How was your New Year's Eve? Was it was it good? Um, it was excellent, Colin. Um, per usual, um, I went to a very high class party. Oh, yeah. With, you know, a black tie party with... A lot of my friends, and yeah. we I, toasted New Year's Eve. I actually, uh, I actually partied with Theresa May. It was very strange. Oh wow, that that is very strange. <laughs> was she a good? Um, was she a big party goer? Um, no, she she was in bed by eleven. Sorry. Oh, oh, that's quite disappointing. Isn't missed it? the point. Anyway, for those of you who haven't realised, we're recording this on the thirty first, and who knows if the, all that stuff will come true. Um, Theresa, I'm waiting for your call. Let's get on with the news. You got any news, Asia? It's pretty dry. Okay. It's been pretty dry. I don't think there's much um, going on between like the last in the last two weeks of December, to be fair. But um, uh, one that I got was um, the Avengers Infinity Wars casting call is up. Oh yes. So it appears that Brie Larson will be making her debut there. Oh really? Captain Marvel. Okay. So she yeah she'll be there first before she does um her own standalone film. So it's pretty much like Spider Man did in yeah uh, Civil War. And uh, like Hawk, Hawkeye's never had a solo film, has he? But he cropped up before he made in Thor before the Avengers. Yeah, and so did Black Widow in Iron Man Two. Black Panther in uh, Civil War. There you go. All sorts. So Brie Larson will be in Infinity Wars, and also apparently the whole cast of Guardians of the Galaxy will be there as well. But you said it's a casting call. Does that mean that I can be in it? Uh, you could potentially be in it, Colin. Yes. Oh yeah. Mm, you should get your agent to contact them. I will. Have they said what kind of uh, kind of characters they're looking for? Because uh, I, I, um, I was in a play this year and I played a vicar. So if they need a vicar, I've, yep. got, I've got that down. I'm pretty sure there may be vicars who got destroyed in the destruction. <laughs> you want me to play a dead vicar? <laughs> you, in, died, you died in the play, didn't in, you? In the well. play I played, I did play a dead vicar. So I'm very yeah. good at that. Yeah. Mm, um, exactly. It's all about making sure that your chin doesn't fall, doesn't fall down far enough that it covers the dog collar. That was my experience. Ah, little tip. there you go. I, I shouldn't give these tips out. That, no. role, that role was mine. Um, I also found that there's not much news out over Christmas. But in uh, in our long ongoing series of Mary Poppins casting news, um, Dick Van Dyke is coming back. He's going to be there in Mary Poppins Returns. Uh, were you surprised by that, though? Well, I don't know, because I, I kind of thought he was dead. Um, so that's... A, <laughs> It's it's 2016 though. I I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't hold it against you to think yeah. that. Yeah, and apologies again if he dies before this airs. Um, as as we speak, he's not dead. Well, I've not listened to the news this morning, but he wasn't dead last night. Um, 
he's I don't know whether he's playing Bert again, whether they're going to de-age him to play Bert, or whether they're going to have him playing someone else, or what's going on. <laughs> Will he be doing his Cockney accent again? I, I hope, hope so. so. I hope yeah. so. <laughs> that would be so good. Imagine if there was like if he did a, a realistic London accent, how mm. the outcry there would be now if he did that. <laughs> <laughs> it would be right. It would be quite funny, yeah. Um, but with all these remakes of films, anyway, I I expect most people, most actors and actresses who start in the original would just pop in to make a cameo. Anyway, they that, did it for Ghostbusters. Was that a hilarious pop in joke, sir? Um, you caught it. You've, you've you've not lost it. You've not lost it with this time off. That's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I'm assuming Walters is going to turn up somewhere. She's still alive, right? Uh, I don't yeah, know. She is. I don't know who Thanks else so. was in that film. And um, the kids must be alive. There are kids. Um, do you have any? Do you have any other news? Uh, this will be quick, but because I am running low, and that the first one was the most interesting and the only okay. <laughs> right. worth talking about. But Taken Four isn't happening, which I'm happy about. Taken Four isn't happening. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Liam Neeson confirmed it. Uh, right. Do you have a list of any other films that aren't happening? <laughs> I, I could I could Taken 5 yes Taken 6 right I can see what I can see a pattern emerging sure yeah <laughs> um, on another note uh, do you know that Patrick Wilson will be in Aquaman I heard that he's playing what, Ocean Master or something like that yeah he's the villain okay hmm. I'm not I'm not entirely sure who Patrick Wilson is I'll, I'll be honest do you not know um, he okay first of all he's mostly in horror films recently because uh, he's been working why. together with James Wan who is directing Aquaman as well uh, okay uh, and James Wan is mostly known for his horror films Um, he was also in The Full Monty I think okay yeah, fair enough hmm. well I look forward to that kind of <laughs> <laughs> some actor that I'm not sure he is is playing a character I don't know in a film that I was always always going to see Okay, maybe we should wrap the news segment up very quickly. Well, I've got I've got three more. Oh, good, good. And they're all no, one of them's kind of exciting. Well, um, there's a trailer for Alien Covenant. I'm not at all excited by that because I didn't like any of the Alien films. You at all? You see, the thing is, I found Alien and Aliens. People love those films. Really, yeah. really love them. I just found them really boring. When do you watch them? How uh, old were you when you watched them? I watched Aliens this year. I watched Alien maybe five years ago. I saw Alien vs. Predator two years ago, maybe? Yeah, Alien vs. Predator was rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for self-editing. I think, I think the main problem is that they're action horrors, and I don't like actions or horrors. Um, that, that's probably the issue. You don't like action, but you watch all Tom Cruise films, and they're pretty much all action. Yeah, I love Tom Cruise. Uh, so if Tom Cruise was in Alien Covenant... Listen, Tom Cruise is in The Mummy... And I'm going to watch that, even though I hate horror films. <laughs> uh, so, so if Tom Cruise was in Alien Covenant, you'd be watching that, would you? Oh, yeah, definitely. Ah. We should probably save some of the Tom Cruise talk to our exciting 2017 preview uh, <laughs> section. Um, the, there is another trailer, though, and this one is very, very exciting. It's for the Emoji Movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I... I I, I browse through it. I basically, you know... How do you browse through a trailer? <laughs> not browse through it. I, I, I was basically going through, you know, things of note okay. that happened in the past two weeks that I could bring up in the podcast. And you rejected and that emoji one, emoji movie was... Yeah, I rejected it. I self-censored myself, Colin. Right. But clearly, it wasn't good enough. No, well, I, I saw the trailer. It's How was it? Ghastly. Um, is it animated? It's animated. Um, I, I don't... 
I don't use emojis. What? Um, because I'm an adult. No, but... <laughs> there's the best emoji ever, Colin. Remember the the look I gave you? Yes. Okay. Dash dot dash. There's an emoji for that. So, dear listeners, Zijan occasionally when I've said something, well, I've still not worked out what the emoji means. <laughs> he does a dash dot dash. Every now and again, I use this in return, and about one in five times, he tells me I got it right. But I, I, I still don't really know what it means. Um, I don't know if that emoji will be in the emoji movie. They've definitely got the meh guy, uh-huh. and the ice cream, and um, and what the little and, poo? And yes, the the the, the little poo uh, <laughs> features uh, prominently. I will not watch that film um, <laughs> <laughs> unless you're really. Really desperate for something to film. Unless Tom Cruise is in it, in which case I'm definitely watching it. Um, yeah, is he voicing the little poo? I suspect not. I just, I mean, they've obviously they've got voice actors, but I don't think they'll get anyone of uh, of Tom Cruise's caliber. Um, I have one piece of news, and it's actually is quite exciting, but it's kind of nothing's going to happen for a while, I think. But um, they're making a film called First Man um, about Neil Armstrong. Oh so, wow! Um, and it's going to be directed by Damien Chazelle. And it's going to star Ryan Gosling. Well, Damien Chazelle, what has he done before? He's done Whiplash. And he's doing, uh, oh, doing La La doing Land. Yeah. Oh! Uh, I'm a big fan of his work now. Yeah, I've yeah. only seen one of his work. <laughs> but I'm a big fan of that work. Yes, yeah, a great film. And he reuniting with Ryan Gosling after their uh, their success, apparently, with La La Land. Uh, which we'll uh, come on to, I imagine, in our 2017 preview. And in fact, we're doing an episode on next time round. Uh, but it's yes. been re- released in the States to much joy and, and applause and it doesn't come out in this country for another couple of weeks. I'm so looking forward to that film, man. Very much. No I've been yeah. I've been looking forward to that film for about a year and I'm actually quite annoyed that kind of half the world has seen it and I'm sitting here in prison. <laughs> so I yeah, just... you see, when I, when I was back home, even my mum knew what <laughs> La La Land was. <laughs> see, That's I... how big the hype was. I seen. I mean, to be honest, I, as I said last time, I, think, I, I was excited when it was still called Untitled Emma Stone Project. But I, I love Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling together. They're brilliant in, in Crazy Stupid Love. I really liked Gangster Squad, which I think I'm the only person in the world who liked that film, which had them both in. So this is kind of... I'm very, very excited by this film. And yet, for some reason, January the 13th is when they give it to us. Look at that. So I did half my 2017 preview already. Um, <laughs> but first, before we do that, we should do our 2016 review, which at least one of us has prepared for. Um, I'll give yep. you a clue. Who's this me. one person? <laughs> <laughs> it's the guy. It's the guy who didn't have two weeks off. Um, anyway, was a holiday, Colin. What's your excuse? I, I didn't. I didn't need an excuse. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I saw forty-five films that were released at the cinema last year. Forty-five. Forty-five. Um, I wow. say cinema. Some actually they went all the cinema that were released last year. Some of them were streamed, like Mascots on Netflix. That was a that was a new film last year. And some of them watched on DVD. I won't talk about all 45 because that would take the rest of the podcast. But that's uh, that's the kind of dedication I have. Mm-hmm. So we haven't really uh, we haven't really talked about how we're going to do this, but um, no. I I have ten awards to give out. Okay, maybe, maybe I'll do some of those, and you can scatter in whatever you want to say, and we'll see how it goes. Yes. Um, if not, I can just edit it all out. <laughs> yes. So potentially <laughs> edit this... your two weeks worth of work all out. <laughs> It'll just be you talking about I don't know. Eating the beast that can't yet. I know it hasn't. Um, right. Award number one, best cameo. Okay. Okay. All right. I have uh, some of these I've given nominations and a winner. Some of them I've just gone for a winner. We'll, we'll play it by ear. Um, mm-hmm. 
so in third place, Marissa Tomai in Civil War, playing okay. uh, playing Aunt May. Basically, yeah. just go. Oh, I I like Marissa Tomai. I thought she was good in that. Uh, second place. She had like two minutes of screen time. She had like that's that's why it's called a cameo. Yeah. From the Latin cameo, meaning two minutes of time. Um. Really. <laughs> No. Really? No, that's that's not true. If you know where the word cameo comes from, email in cdzofmovies at gmail.com. Um, or I can just look it up. Second place, Margot Robbie in The Big Short. Did you see The Big Short? I have seen The Big Short. Um, yeah, she, she was in a bathtub, kind of, wasn't she? She was in a bathtub basically saying, hey, it's Margot Robbie in a bathtub. I'm going to explain how I can't remember, mortgage-backed securities work or something. Which mm. I thought was a, a funny way of, uh, of figuring out how to explain... Complicated Fun. technical words. Yeah. Uh, but the winner of this first category, I am not going to say because it's a spoiler for Rogue One. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> but basically, it's uh, it's someone who appears in Rogue One. Is it in the end? It's at the end. Right at the end. Right at the end. Okay. <laughs> um Award number two, and you might have you might have a uh, something to contribute to this one, Dieter, because it mm-hmm. you, you might, I'm putting you on the spot a bit. But the best film I never got round to seeing. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, my, mine is Nocturnal Animals, which I was quite Nocturnal keen to Animals. Um, that's the one with Jake Gyllenhaal. That's right, Amy Adams. And um, Amy Adams. It looked like it was going to be pretty decent, directed by Tom Ford. I never got around to seeing it. So the film that I really wanted to see this year but I didn't got around to seeing it was the one with Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe, was it? Oh, the um, the nice guys. Yeah, the nice guys. Yeah, there's been a lot of um, good word about that film. Have yeah, you seen it? I have seen it. It's Shane Black who did uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang in Iron Man 3 um, and I think Lethal Weapon maybe. Um, yeah, I it's got... I was kind of I was a bit disappointed. In fact, I think disappointment is kind of the overwhelming feeling about twenty sixteen films. There's so many that I was disappointed by, but it's got a couple of very very funny scenes, and a lot that that kind of yeah, aren't. Work. Okay. And there's, a, and there's a lot more. Well, there's a lot more pornography in it than I was anticipating. Um, uh-huh. It's all based around kind of adult film industry, which wasn't particularly clear from the trailers. So um, it feels very much like a kind of spiritual sequel to Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. It's that kind of dynamic. And if you like Shane Black, you'll like. You like this because it's very Shane Blacky, um, but yeah, I think it could have done could have done more. All the advertising around it was very good though. That was fun. Mm. Can I add some honourable mentions as well? Please, please. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to see Pete's Dragon as well, but I didn't get around to seeing it. Okay, um, that's one of the um, one of many Disney's live action yeah. remakes of the animated ones. I've seen Jungle Book, but I didn't see Pete's Dragon. Didn't they make the Dragon Furry? Is that Pete's Dragon, or was that a different dragon film? The Dragon Fairy. I've not heard of that. No, uh, furry, as in covered in fur. No, I've not heard of that either. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a different one. And I'm Ghostbusters like... as well. It's one of my lists. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you were. Mm. I didn't see no. either of those either. Yeah, the thing is, I didn't want to pay money for Ghostbusters, but I wanted <laughs> to see it anyway. <laughs> that's, that's the eternal conundrum of when you want things that cost money, but you don't want to spend the money on them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was never a massive fan of the original Ghostbusters, so I just couldn't care less about this one. To be honest. I just want uh, because I just want to see, given all the vitriol the cast yeah. has gotten. Okay, you wanted, <laughs> so you it made me want to see more. You wanted to support them in their time of need. Yes, I do. But not if it cost you like ten pounds. No, <laughs> I'll, I'll pay like 
the the monthly subscription to Netflix for them. Just just uh, just tweet them and tell them that you're there for them. Yes. I love it. <laughs> um, best comeback, next award. Best comeback. Uh, best comeback. Oh. Um, in third place, uh, Jay Hernandez in Suicide Squad. Um, I don't, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know if this is a comeback as such, except he was in Crazy Beautiful, which is one of my favourite films, and I've not seen him in anything since. Is this so, really a comeback if he starred in a pretty awful film? He was one of the people in it who wasn't terrible. That's because everyone else was <laughs> rubbish. Okay, that's why he's in third place. Uh, in second place, uh, Sylvester Stallone in Creed, uh, playing mm-hmm. Rocky yet again, and um, and winning a BAFTA for it, I think, and uh, not quite winning the Oscar, but he won a, won lots of recognition, did very well in that. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, but best comeback of the year is Peter Cushing uh, in Rogue One, because he's dead. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I didn't know he was dead. Um, yeah, he died a long, long time ago. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. I thought they did use the same technology to make him younger. Right. No, uh, they, they had a guy called, um, I think it's called Guy Henry. Um, James said it last time. Um, he played it and then they just re, like they Peter Cushinged him. They cushioned all over him. Um, <laughs> that was quite impressive, though. That was quite impressive. It wasn't bad, uh, was it? It wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad at all. Okay. Award four. Worst dialogue of the year. Okay. Um, in, in third place, your favourite actor, Will Smith, in Suicide uh, Squad, saying uh, the line, what are we? Some kind of Suicide Squad. That's, <laughs> that's pretty bad. I remember that. Uh. Um, in second place, there's a little bit of a, a back and forth between uh, Superman, Batman, and Lois Lane in Batman v Superman. Okay. You remember the, the famous Martha scene. And, the infamous uh, Martha yes, scene. And Batman's, why did you say that name? It's his mother's name. <laughs> it's his mother's name is indeed the next line. So my, part of my very good Amy Adams impression. <laughs> I did uh, the Amy Adams impression. That's very good. Well done. You win my award for best Amy Adams impression of the year. It's a bonus <laughs> award. My my main my main problem with that scene is that it's utter garbage. But my second problem is that she wasn't within earshot when he was saying the word Martha. All she heard was mm. Batman saying, "Why did you say that name?" Is she just guessing? <laughs> it's like, oh, he likes to say his mother's mm. name a lot. It's... Maybe after being with Superman for such a long time, she inherited some of his powers. Maybe. Also, I mean, I don't, I don't know what you you would do if Batman was standing on your neck and your mother was going to be killed. I think you might say, "Save my mum." I'm not sure you you say her actual name would you mm, no but to be fair though I would have said it much much earlier well, I mean, when yeah, I'm he... further away from Batman <laughs> when he can't do anything to me yes well, by the way Batman I'm a good guy um, but the winner the worst dialogue of the year comes from a film I actually thought was pretty decent much better than I thought it's going to be um, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies um, ah I'm great you where... watched it yes that no, was good fun I like that uh, and Lily Collins as, as Lizzie Bennett who was very good actually um, she sees Mr. Darcy uh, thinking he might be dead and says to him the very first moment I beheld you my heart was irre- irrevocably gone kind of showing they've missed the entire point of Pride and Prejudice that's <laughs> that's not how that book works <laughs> but this had zombies in it Colin it's different they had to adapt it to the modern day and age you think her heart was literally gone as in a zombie was going to eat it yep okay <laughs> 
Anyway, that's that's maybe slightly niche, and you won't see that complaint in many film roundups, but um, that bothered me. Okay, fifth award, almost halfway through. Best boxing film starring one of the Fantastic Four cast and with a title containing a word that rhymes with the word read. What is this, Colin? Let me guess. Is Is there a run-up? The runner-up is Bleed for this. Um, (laughs) Starring the great Miles Teller as as a boxer. Oh, yeah. And it is, it's a good film, actually. It's, it's not, not brilliantly directed, I think, but it's got some great performances in it from Miles Teller, Aaron Eckhart, and Kieran Hines. Um, that's a good point, the, right? I can't believe the two actors from Fantastic Four who are starring, who starred as boxers. In boxing films containing a word which rhymes with the word read. Um, yeah. Good coincidence. But, but the winner, as you might have guessed, uh, is Creed, starring Michael B. Jordan. Mm. Okay, we're halfway through. And we're all having a good time, aren't we, Zizio? I'm time. having a blast, actually. Excellent. I like okay. doing this. I think you can do all the work for next <laughs> podcast, and I'll just comment on them. <laughs> uh, right. Well, uh, award number six, the weird film decision of the year. Um, in third place, <laughs> in third place, we have Mark Ruffalo uh, for his hair in Spotlight. So, he, he was brilliant in Spotlight. It's a great film. Uh, probably my favourite film of the year. But he had this really terrible haircut on the basis that the guy he was playing also had that haircut. No one knows what that guy looks like. No one cares. No one's watching that film saying, oh, I think that journalist had slightly different hair. What are you doing? There's there's a point where you don't need to look like the guy you're playing. But anyway. I, I didn't notice the hair. Was it really that bad? Well, it was pretty bad. It Was, um, was it distractingly bad? It, not so distractive. I think Mark Ruffalo... I think one of his family said to him, there's no way you're going to win an Oscar with a haircut like that. Uh, which I think is a... It's fair, he didn't win the Oscar. You don't um, win. Uh, I can't think of any other reason. Um, okay. Uh, second place. Um, the film Love and Friendship, which I think is very good. It's a um, chain of adaptation. But the, the weird decision, calling the film Love and Friendship when it's based on a book called Lady Susan. Jane Austen wrote a different book or short story called Love and Friendship, which has absolutely nothing to do with this film. That's pretty weird, right? Mm, that is. It's like, it's like, well, look, we're going to make a film of The Shining, but instead of calling it The Shining, we call it It, because it was written by the same guy. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Um, but the winner, the weirdest decision, and this actually was distractingly weird. Again, it's uh, it's bleed for this. But they, Miles Taylor was playing... Um, he was playing a guy, he's Vincent Paziano, I think the, the Pasmanian Devil was his, he was his nickname. Uh, he's playing that guy. But they use archive footage in the film showing the actual boxer. So like they cut to news footage of him and it's the actual guy. So he's like, well, why don't you just put Miles Teller in that? That doesn't, that's really strange. Mm. Not high the on pe- laughs, I'll be honest. But, um, but I was thinking, well, is that, the, is that supposed to be the same guy? Is that a different guy? What's going on? So that was the weirdest film decision of the year. Mm. That is weird. There you go. <laughs> Confirmation. Um, <laughs> the Award 7, the Joseph Gordon-Levitt Award for being in everything. It's, um, it's This this was a while back, wasn't it, when Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in everything? It was, was it a while back. Two years ago? Three years ago? Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's not he's not even in the running this time, but basically it's the person who's appeared in the most films that I saw last year. Hmm. Um, nominations, Scarlett Johansson appeared in three films, um, Civil Richard? War... Uh, Civil War, uh, Hail Caesar, and The Jungle Book. Um, Miles Teller also appeared in three films, which are uh, um, Get a Job, Bleed for This, and War Dogs. Okay, yeah. Um, but the winner, and I think I'm not sure I've seen this many films with him in in the entire rest of my life combined, um, is the great Jeremy Irons, uh, who was in four films I saw this year. 
let's see if I can remember them all. Uh, Race, which is a biopic of Jesse Owens. Uh, he was in High Rise, which is quite a weird film um, based on J.G. Ballard book. Uh, he was in, of course, Batman v Superman, playing yep. uh, Alfred. Mm. And he was in a fourth film that I cannot immediately remember. I've only um, seen one of the three films you mentioned. Race is good, actually. It's on Netflix. Um, I'd recommend okay. that one. It's, um, so it's a Netflix film? Uh, no, it was released in the cinema um, earlier this year. I think I tried to give you free tickets to it and you turned me down. Um, yeah. It's okay, it, Colin. If you're, if you're into your, uh, you know... Athletes showing Hitler why he's wrong. It's pretty decent. I had to wake up like 8 o'clock in the morning to go to the cinema to watch that, didn't I? <laughs> that was the problem, I think, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, the other one was uh, The Man Who Knew Infinity. Uh, he played G.H. Hardy uh, as a mathematician in a, a film about... Dev uh, Patel. About, about maths, Dev Patel, playing Ramun, Ramun Arjun, something mm. like that. I, I still can't pronounce his name. Oh, I yeah, I want to watch film. a film as well, but I didn't go around it. I think I've, I have lots in this category. Yes, that's that's a very decent one. I think it's the most the most mathsy film you'll see for a while. Oh wow, uh, that's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, congratulations, Jeremy Irons. Uh, I haven't even seen um, Assassin's Creed, which are also in. Well done, Jeremy Irons. Okay, uh, award eight: the the Huntsman Winter's War Award for the film no one wanted to see. <laughs> so this is kind of like you're sitting there thinking, why on earth did you make this film? There's loads of film like. If you're going to make... There's so many films people want to see. Serenity sequel springs to mind. And yet you're making these things. Um, okay, in third place... To make place, money, Colin. That's ha- why people... But no one wants to see these films. Uh, in third place is Fifty Shades of Black. The... Uh, the parody. F- Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. No one, no one wanted that film. By the people who made a scary movie, right? Probably. Mm-hmm. Um, second place, Ice Age Collision Course. You, you like... You know, animated films. Yes, you I did, do. You didn't want to see another Ice Age film, did no, you? No, I just can't be bothered with seeing the same people, same characters again and again. I think I stopped watching Ice Age after the second one or the third one. I have never seen it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the Have you seen the Collision Course then? I haven't seen any Ice Age films. Uh, oh. I've seen an exhaustively long clip of that squirrel thing carrying a nut. Anyway, but the winner of the Huntsman Winter's War Award for the film no one wanted to see is The Huntsman Winter's War, um, predictably, I think. So I saw Snow White and the Huntsman a few years ago. It was fine. Nobody, nobody in the whole world wanted to see a prequel slash sequel to that film. Is a good cast or that thing? Well, that's the, that's the thing. I mean, Emily Blunt's great. Charlize Theron turns up in it. Chris Hemsworth may or may not be there. Sure. Those are great actors. Why are they doing this? No one wants to see this. <laughs> money, Colin, money. I, I thought you would put um, Alice in Wonderland as well. The sequel. I, I, I'd genuinely forgotten that was made. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alice that's, in Wonderland 2. Yeah, that's, that, that should definitely be in there. Yeah. Hmm. It just baffles me. I mean, because they must focus group these things to death. and They must think that someone wants it. Oh, well, China probably. Yeah, flipping China. Did they put um, a panda in it? Uh, well, I, I didn't see any of these films. There's probably a panda in it then. There's probably a panda. Is that is that the secret to cracking the Chinese market? That's how you pander to China. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I walked right into that one. You missed me, Colin. I <laughs> have. Um, okay. Um, we have the, um, the Anna Kendrick You Should Fire Your Agent Award. Um, <laughs> Poor Anna Kendrick. 
Before Anna Kendrick. Well, I thought it used to be Nicolas Cage. It should be Nicolas Cage. It should be Nicolas Cage, yeah. yeah. Um, for Anna Kendrick, didn't have too bad a year this year. I mean, it's still pretty bad. So the um, the film Get a Job, featuring uh, her and Miles Teller, which has been sitting on the shelf for about five years, finally got released on DVD and is absolutely terrible. I think it is the worst film I saw this year. Um, it's got poor Brian Cranston in it, who was great in Trumbo. He must be he must have been begging his agent to burn all the copies. But despite <laughs> that, I, I thought she was quite good in The Accountant, so um, she's not on the list this year. Um, in third place is Ben Affleck, who um, who I think is pretty great. Um, but he's not had a great year in terms of Batman v Superman turned out to be awful. Um, but he account- was the best thing about the film, though. He was, and that's the, that's the that's the thing about the Anna Kendrick You Should Fire Your Agent Award, which I think everyone everyone is familiar with, um, is that you're too good to be doing this stuff. I mean, someone like Gal Gadot, she's fine, but she she wasn't doing anything before that anyone would have heard of, so she, her agent must be delighted. Whereas Ben Affleck is being pulled down by this stuff. Um, he was also in the accountant, as I say, which was okay, but kind of could have been a lot, a lot better. Um, he was also in a film called Live by Night, which I don't really know anything about. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, second place mm-hmm. is, a, is a return for your favourite actor of the year, uh, Will Smith, um, who decided not to make the Independence Day sequel, which actually could have been in my Huntsman Winter's War Award for films no one wanted to see. Um, mm-hmm. He decided not to make that, and it, that film really missed him. Kind of, there was it needed someone charismatic uh, like him. Uh, yeah, another Hemsworth brother. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Instead, he made Suicide Squad, and he made a film called Collateral Beauty, um, which I've not seen, but does sound like the worst film ever made <laughs> from uh, from reading the plot. Well, it is Will Smith, and um, <laughs> whatever I say about him will come across as biased, because I am biased. Sure. Okay. Uh, but the winner of the Anna Kendrick You Should Fire uh, Agent Award uh, is Oscar Isaac, who is an outstanding actor. Uh, I've loved him in uh, Ex Machina, he's really good in uh, 10 years, he's, did a decent job in uh, Star Wars, uh, Inside Lorendur Davis. Um, he agreed to sign up to X-Men Apocalypse. As Apocalypse. He, as Apocalypse, where he was coated in about six inches of blue makeup and could have been anyone in there. If, if I told you that it was my acting debut, you, you would believe me. <laughs> he should have said to his agent, great, I've got this big role in a big film directed by Ryan Singer. Oh, can I check? Will anyone be able to see my face at any point? That should have been his question. Um, so he wins that award. And the final award of the of the inaugural CZ of Movies annual awards. This could be an annual thing, who knows. Um, the You Do Know There Are Other Actors Right award. Um, this goes to directors who like to reuse the same actors a lot. <laughs> so um, I love your categories, Colin. Well done. Thanks, thanks man. Yeah, they're really um, good. So in fourth place, David O. Russell. Um, who you'll remember from films With like J-Law. American Hustle. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Lawrence, Bradley Cooper and Robert De Niro all yep. appeared in Joy last year. Well, exactly. It was 2016 um, in the UK, 2015 in the US, I think. Um, all of them appeared for the third time working with him. Well done, David. Well, um, to be fair, though, uh, Jennifer Lawrence won her Oscar with David Russell. Silver Linings Playbook, yeah. And was nominated for a second one. And her third one, I think. I think she was nominated she, for Joy she was well. She was nominated for Joy, so fair play to her. Um, yeah, so I, if I were uh, her, I would just... <laughs> you come back. And in fact, yeah, Robert De Niro did his best performance in years in Silver Linings Playbook, so uh, mm. fair enough. Um, yeah, good work, David. Good work, you guys. Uh, third place, Jeff Nichols, um, who 
they made the film Midnight Special last year, uh, featuring Michael Shannon for the fourth time. Um, Jeff Nichols has only made four films. Michael Shannon is in all of them. Uh, he's, he's a good actor. Why not, eh? But mm, there are yeah. other actors out there. It's not White Oscar yet, though. No. Not yet. Um, weirdly, not even for Batman v Superman, where his dummy was lying in a bag. <laughs> uh, in second place, a strong effort from the Cone Brothers, um, who had Hail Caesar out this year, featuring George Clooney for the fourth time and Francis McDormand for the seventh time. Wow. That's not bad. Um, I'll be honest, they were completely knocked out of the water by uh, by this year's winner, Christopher Guest, who made the, the film Mascots, which was uh, Netflix only. Um, mm-hmm. He's made things like Waiting for Guffman. It's got a lot of um, improv, in fact, it's all, all improv comedies, uh, yep. featuring Jennifer Coolidge and John Michael Higgins for the fourth time each, Michael Hitchcock, Jim Piddock, Parker Posey and Harry Shearer for the fifth time each, Bob Balaban and Ed Bagley Jr. for the sixth time each, and Don Lake and Fred Willard for the seventh time each. Whoa, you can take a breather now, Colin. <sighs> Thank you, Wik- Thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. I've not seen mascots yet, and hardly most of the actors on that list that you mentioned I have not heard of before. No, you'll, you'll recognise a few of them. So, uh, Bob Balaban, you'll have seen and stuff. Um, Jennifer Coolidge, you might have seen a few things. Um, yeah, no, they, they, they. I think he has a very precise style of kind of comedy, improv, documentary, or mockumentary, and these are the guys who get how to do that. So I can see why he keeps bringing him back. Hmm. But there you go. You win the skill, award. Improv is uh, a skill. If you are any of the winners of these awards, please get in touch with the show and we will send you your um, your statuette. What's the statuette? I'm hoping no one gets in touch because we haven't got one. Either. <laughs> <laughs> I want a statuette as well. <laughs> oh yeah, because you won for the best Amy Adams impression, didn't you? Yes. Uh this just in, I'm afraid Isla Fisher has beaten you to the best Amy Adams impression. Oh, dang it. <laughs> no one can beat Isla Fisher. <laughs> oh, no, it's a tough gig. Tough gig. Right, that's my 2016 review. You got anything to add to 2016? No, no, no that's, that's pretty good, actually. Uh, it's a very good list of our, our films. Yeah, I'm quite impressed. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed it. Next well, year. Uh, ne- next, next year, year I may, a, I may just let you do all the work again. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Okay, well, let's um, before we go on to 2017, let's throw in uh, Actor Factor in the middle. Okay. Um, whereas this time it's uh, it's the great Emma Stone, uh, who is appearing shortly in the film, which I may have mentioned once or twice, uh, La La Land. Um, have you seen many Emma Stone films, Ejan? Surprisingly, yes. Okay. <laughs> I was quite surprised by when I, start, when I started the list, the number of Emma Stone films I've seen. And I've actually seen eight Emma Stone films. That's a lot more than I thought. Yeah, mm. I've only seen I've only seen twelve, and I love mm. the love the girl. Um, talk me through your your eight. So um, I think the first Emma Stone film that I've seen that um, she stood out in was um, Easy A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was the one that um, set off her career as well, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so Easy A, if um, reviewers don't know, is a a teenage comedy. Is it comedy? Dramedy? I'd say it's a comedy, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a comedy. Yeah, which is inspired by The Scarlet Letter. And mm. Emma plays the lead, who is a, a clean-cut high school student but and relies on the school's rumour mill to advance her social and financial standing. So she pretty much starts the film by lying, telling a little white lie about losing her virginity. Mm. Yeah. And the, the story evolves from that, really. Yeah, I, I, you're right. I think it did put her on the map because she'd done a few things before, but 
it was really a yeah, breakout lead performance. Uh, she is, the film itself is a bit touch and go, but I thought she was very strong in it. She uh, was. Uh, she carried yeah. a film, I think. She did indeed. Although a great Stanley Tucci um, and is it Laura Dern, I think, um, play her parents. And they're very, very good, I thought. Oh, I love um, Stanley Tucci. He's great, isn't he? Yeah, I like him so much. <laughs> Um, she, I don't know whether Zombie. I think Zombieland might have been slightly before that. Um, yeah, I think Zombieland was before that as well. But I don't think Zombieland had as much hype as EZA did. No, I, I like Zombieland a lot. Um, apparently, Zombieland Two is coming one of these days. But oh, okay, uh, hmm. I think it's been kind of rumored for a very long time. So who knows? But um, there was talk of a TV series at one point. But uh, yeah, I think it's it's more of a uh, Jesse Eisenberg vehicle. But she she. Decent enough in it. Woody Harrelson's very good in that film. Yeah, Woody Harrelson was really good in that film. <laughs> uh, Crazy Stupid Love. That was yep. uh, on your list, I imagine. Yes, I've seen that. Um, I like the film. Um, there's Ryan Gosling in it. There's, and he is. Uh, Emma Stone. There's Julianne Moore. Yes, always good. And, and Steve Carell. And uh, Kevin Bacon. Oh, yeah, Kevin Bacon, film. yeah. So... Um, do you want to talk through the, the, the plot, Colin? Um, okay, so let me see if I can remember this. I watched a clip from it this morning, oddly. Um, Crazy Stupid Love. There is a guy, played by Ryan Gosling, who is teaching Steve Carell how to pick up women. Uh, separately, Ryan Gosling falls in love with a character played by Emma Stone mm. um, and can do the dirty dancing, lift her in the air thing uh, in the <laughs> big scene. Um, spoilers. Oh yeah, Steve Carell's broken up with Julianne Moore. Yes. Marissa Tamai's in it, um, <laughs> playing a teacher. Uh, spoilers, turns out that Emma Stone is playing Steve Carell and Julianne Moore's daughter. Um, they have a bit of a fight in the in the garden. Which was the, a very, very funny fight, though. Brilliant scene. Brilliant yeah. scene. <laughs> it's a hilarious um, fight. Kevin Bacon slept with Julianne Moore. Uh, I mean, the, you know, the characters, not the cast. Um, love wins the day, probably. I didn't expect the twist in the end. No, I, I mean, I really should have seen it coming. I, I was say, when I was watching it, I, I kind of connected Emma Stone and Julianne Moore because they had the same colour hair. Mm. But I was thinking, oh, is this um, some kind of weird time travel dynamic? <laughs> is it like... <laughs> like Ryan Gosling was Steve Carell's character. I, I, was, I was generally expecting it to go quite like sci-fi. It's like... <laughs> uh, turns out that Emma Stone is Julianne Moore. I should have seen the more likely twist. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't expect I a twist in it. Hmm. Uh, yeah, you yeah. mentioned Dan no. Gangster Squad. I really enjoyed this film. I know a lot of people didn't. Um, it's kind of a, it's a, yeah, well, it's a gangster film. It's set oh, where, in America somewhere. I forget where. Uh, it's, like, <laughs> it's kind of very kind of classy, um, stylish gangsters wearing your, your trilbies and all that. Um, Josh Brolin stars, Frank Gosling and Emma Stone again. Hmm. Uh, I, th- I just thought it had a lot of zip, a lot of pizzazz. Uh, others, I think. Um, our mutual friend Dave Froud um, described it as I think described it as the Expendables in Trilbies which is a little <laughs> harsh <laughs> I've not seen Gangsters quite before so I really um, yeah I can com- make the comparison yeah. I think it's good fun um, what what would you say is your favourite Emma Stone film then? Oh, that's tricky so I enjoyed Birdman that's very good yeah yeah yeah, uh, that is only very good. Oscar only Oscar nomination to date, I think. Yeah, so one, mm. yeah, it was directed by Alejandro Inuitu, and it, was it won, yes. I think, four Oscars: picture, director, 
screenplay and cinema cinematography. I can't pronounce that word. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, and it deservedly yeah. so for the cinematography though. Yeah, because it all looked like it was in one take. Yeah, which was uh, quite a, quite a feat. Yeah, when I was doing um, the this actor factor, and I was going through Birdman, cause um there were bits where which I forgot, and then I remembered the last scene, oh, yeah. which I really like a lot, when Emma Stone went back into the ho- hospital room, and couldn't mm. find uh, Michael Keaton, in it, and then yes. she looked out the window and she smiled, and I thought that was a great scene. I don't know why, but <laughs> I love that scene a lot. And the camera pans out. Yeah, uh, and, yeah, and it does. Yeah, yes. I love that scene. Yeah. There you go. Spoilers for Birdman. Um, if you <laughs> wanted to know whether or not she looks out a window, uh, she does look out a window. Um, yeah. She, also, she was in the the Help, which I thought was was a decent film. There's um, a tale of kind of uh, black servants in America and her work mm. to kind of tell their side of the story. Um, of course, she played uh, Gwen Stacy in the Amazing Spider-Man. Which well, wasn't as bad which... as most people make it out to. No. Be. She and Andrew Garfield were very good in both of those. I think they were by far the best things yeah. in those films. Um, I would say my favourite of her films, it might it might be Crazy Stupid Love. I know you love that film. Mm. It's a great film. Uh, my least favourite is either Aloha. <laughs> uh, Where she played an Asian woman. She played a... <laughs> She played a Hawaiian um, native. or I think she was like one quarter Hawaiian or something. I don't know. Um... She's got her, it's got Rachel McAdams, it's got Bradley Cooper. It sounds like it'd be the best film ever made. Turns out it was absolute garbage. Um, <laughs> but then she was also in uh, Magic in the Moonlight, which is a really poor Woody Allen film where she's alongside Colin Firth, who I think had won an Oscar not long ago, and somehow it seemed that he'd never acted before. It was painful. There you go. Also, I quite like Unlikely Hero, which has got Something like, oh, I don't know, 5% Rotten Tomatoes rating or something. Which Everyone hates it. I think it's pretty good. Unlikely Hero, it used to be called uh, something else. Paper Man, mm. I think. Jeff Daniels is writing a book. He has an imaginary uh, superhero friend played by mm, Ryan Reynolds. Not heard of that. No, it didn't do very well. There you go. That's Emma Stone. Um, I have, I, we didn't decide anything definitively. What's your least favourite Emma Stone film? You didn't, uh, you didn't say that. It's tricky, though. Because even the least one I quite enjoy but it's got to be the house bunny i thought it might be i've not seen that yeah. one but uh yeah yeah but it's still quite enjoyable though <laughs> i don't okay. know it's still there quite enjoyable i think I, yeah hollywood hi emma so, stone emma stone and, doesn't uh, do bad films you can't go wrong there you go yeah right 2017 what a year it's gonna be i'm really looking forward to it there are quite a few films that i want to watch yeah there's, there's a long old list here yeah. um 2017 is a prime number did you know that no, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I think we should agree not to talk too much about superhero films. Uh, in yes, our, happy in our to do preview. that. Um, very quickly, they've, they've Thor, Ragnarok, Logan, Spider-Man: Homecoming, Guardians of the Galaxy, to Wonder Woman and Justice League are all coming out. Yep. Which of those are you looking forward to the most? Guardians of the Galaxy two. There you go. I'm probably looking forward to Thor Ragnarok the most. Yeah. <laughs> Bottom of the list for me is Justice League. Because I'm sure they'll mess it up. Because um, <laughs> uh, it's Snyder. Right. Because it's Snyder. This could be his last one, though. Let's hope. Right. Now that that's out of the way, uh, what films are you looking forward to in 2017? Okay. So um, there are a couple of films that came out this year, but I only come out in the UK next year, oh, yeah. which I want to watch. So I'm going to touch on something because I'm 
something else because I'm pretty sure you mentioned La La Land yours. Oh, but the first film I want to watch that <laughs> um, that came out this year but will only come out in the UK next year is Lion. Oh yeah. yeah. Which stars uh, Dev Patel again. Mm. Rooney Mara and Nicole Kidman. And it's about an Indian boy who was lost from his family at the age of five and was adopted by an Australian family. Okay. Um, which was played by Nicole Kidman. I can't remember who played her husband. Um, but he went and searched for his long lost family using Google Earth. All right. And okay. this is based on a true story as well, actually. Yeah. I um I must say I already have tickets for this because oh, the, the the good people at the Times, as they sometimes do, are giving me an advanced screening ticket, so I'll be seeing it in, you know, a few days before oh. it comes out in the rest of the uh, country. I think. Oh, they're brilliant. Yeah, let me know how it goes. You're you're welcome to join me if you want to come to Bristol for it. Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> when is this? When is this? Um, it's a couple of weeks, I think. Uh, let me check my phone, Zijan. You can you can edit out some of this if you like. <laughs> um, it's the tenth. Tuesday. Tenth of January. Of January is when I'll be seeing it. I think it comes out that Thursday. Uh, so it's it's a Tuesday. It is a Tuesday. Uh, Next. Um, I'll cover La La Land then because it's inevitable. Uh, it's a musical. It stars a great couple, Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. It also has uh, the great. J.K. Simmons, it's directed by Damien Ch- Chazelle, who plays the man behind Whiplash. It's going to be phenomenal. Um, we're going to do- <laughs> You're setting our viewers' expectations so high now, Colin. Yeah, uh, we're going to do a whole episode on it next time, so let's not talk too much about it now. So I'll get mm. to the second one on my list, um, which is Baby Driver, uh, which has been... Sorry, uh, di- which one? Uh, Baby Driver. Oh, okay. Uh, directed by Edgar Wright, who might be my favourite director. He's behind the... Um, Shaun of the Dead, uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. He stars Ansel Egger, um, who I believe is in your favourite film series, Ejan, um, the Divergent film series. Yep. He was also in The Fault in Our Stars. Uh, it's He plays a guy who has tinnitus and is the getaway driver for bank robberies. I don't really know much more about it, but it's Director Baker Wright. I've been waiting years for an Edgar Wright project to, uh, to actually land, so I'm looking forward to that a lot. Mm. What's next? Yeah. What's next? Um, so Aaron Sorkin is actually directing a film this year, next year. Oh, is he? Yeah, he is. He wrote a film and he's directing one next year, and it's called Molly's Game. I knew that he was. I knew it was in the pipeline. Didn't know it was this. Uh, is coming this year. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, so it's coming next year. Um, so it's based on Molly Bloom, who is a young skier who found herself the target of the FBI as he established a rich game of poker. Okay. It stars Jessica Chastain as her. Okay. Idris Elba, Kevin Costner. So, quite well, a good ensemble. Isn't Molly Bloom a character from uh, James Joyce's Ulysses? Uh, I wouldn't know that. <laughs> I'll have to get in touch with my brother. Um, anyway, carry on. Let's... Yeah. yeah. So, um, it's Aaron Sorkin, right? So Can't go wrong. Well, probably can't yeah. go wrong. Well... <laughs> It um, should be interesting to see his directorial debut. Yeah, I think I feel like he would do a good job as a director. Suddenly, his dialogue is brilliant. So, mm. um, there's another one that came out in the USA already. Uh, is Hacksaw Ridge, which uh, stars Andrew Garfield as uh, a conscientious objector. In, oh, uh, this is the um, oh, what's his name? What's the director's name? Tell you or do you want to just do you want to, do you want to tell you or do you want to just oh, think about it for a no, while? No, no, Scorsese, <laughs> Mel Gibson. Um, Andrew Garfield is in a different Scorsese film called Silence. That's a different. Oh, film. oh! He's having quite a quite a couple of weeks. I got uh, confused now. 
Yeah, no, this is the, this is playing. I think it's the World War One. He's playing a soldier who won't carry a gun, and uh, yeah, it's it's got nominated for a few um, Golden Globes, isn't it? Is the one that yeah the nominations mm. come out for, including Mel Gibson for director. But yeah, check out the trailer. It looks it looks very good. I think um, Andrew Garfield is a great actor. It's good to see the continued uh, um, reconnaissance or mm-hmm. kind of rehabilitation, maybe of uh, of Mel, of Mel Gibson. Gibson. Mm. So yeah, look forward to that one. Cool. Now, next on my list is uh, the sequel. It's a sequel for Kingsman. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen King- the first Kingsman, Colin? I have not. Oh, I love the first Kingsman. It was really funny. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed I, I, it a lot. Um, and it... I've seen clips. I, I like Colin Firth. It seemed more violent than the films I tend to watch. It is quite violent. <laughs> it is quite violent. But more violent on the funny side as well. Um, okay. Like Kill Bill. But I think it brought um, Taron Egerton mm. to the limelight. Um, and uh, the sequel has quite a uh, few big names in it as well. So it's has Julianne Moore. Oh, yes. It has Channing Tatum. Right. Jeff Bridges. Halle Berry. Halle Berry's still, uh, still working, is she? Halle I Bridges. know. Elton John. Elton John. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, and yeah, so yeah, he he doesn't have enough money from his Lion King and everything no. else already good, as good it is. Good Okay. Yeah, yeah, but it's about the Kingsman team working alongside their American equivalent, which are called the Statesmen, and I'm looking forward to that. Okay. Um, speaking of America, the next on my list is uh, the Founder, in which uh, Michael Keaton plays the guy who's uh, the founder of McDonald's. Um, but it seems to be an interesting story of him kind of. Sneaking in, there's a couple of brothers who really found a McDonald's, and he kind of seemed to sneak in and steal the franchise. So it looks like a interesting power dynamic. It's got uh, Nick Offerman uh, as one of the brothers as well. So Michael Nick Keaton's... Offerman. Oh, I love Nick Offerman. Yeah, but yeah, Michael Keaton's having a good uh, good run at the moment, I think. So uh, it'd be interesting yeah. to see that one. It's oh. not it's not cropped up in any nominations or anything, so it might not be as good as the trailer makes it look. But uh, any nominations? When's it out though? I think it's... Is it new, out already? It's out in the US already, yeah. I think it oh, came out okay. a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fair enough. Um, next on my list is Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, that was next on my list as well. Mm. We so we can talk about it together, Colin. We can. You, let's do alternate <laughs> words. <laughs> I'm... Looking... Forward... To... Watching... This. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, since you mentioned well, that's, it, um, that's, that's since you mentioned for analysis, there. <laughs> since you mentioned the the film, Colin, I actually got the book and read it. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, and it's very really good. Yeah, it was the first uh, first Agatha Christie I ever read. Maybe I was I think eleven or so, and uh, yeah. I really loved Agatha Christie. And read pretty much nothing else for a couple of years, but that's that's it's one of my best. Yeah, Hercule Poirot, right? That's right. Kenneth Branagh mm. is, uh, is playing that. Uh, yeah, Kenneth Branagh got... is playing that. I thought he's directing. He's doing both. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah, the only the only thing about the cast is Johnny Depp is in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but apart from that, maybe he'll die. <laughs> maybe he'll die early on. Uh, yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert! In the in the film called Murder on the Orange Express, somebody dies. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, but it's got a great cast. It's, we mentioned it before, didn't we? Um, yeah. So in our in our films on trains episode, so it's, it's never going to be able to match the original cast, I don't think, which is kind of possibly the greatest old star cast of all time. But it's got some good names turned up. So um, yeah, mm-hmm. I like Kenneth Branagh. I mean, I'm not sure I saw much of the stuff he's directed. He directed Thor, didn't he? I thought it was and Cinderella. And Cinderella, of course. Yeah, I haven't seen that one, mm-hmm. but uh, one of these days. Um, 
Next on my list of films, again, this come out already in the US, uh, is Jackie, starring Natalie Portman as um, Jackie, Jackie Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah. So uh, Natalie Portman, I think, she's a bit hit and miss. She does some great stuff. Um, mm. It's Regan Garden State, long time ago. She's got the Oscar for Black Swan, and she does absolute nonsense like uh, Your Highness. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, she's got a lot of Oscar buzz on this one as well. I'm not sure if she'll win it or not, but um been very well received. I think it's all set around just two or th- maybe two or three days around the time of JFK's assassination. So and Jackie Kennedy is one of the more iconic first ladies of the US anyway, isn't she? Yeah, tune in next time for our list of the top 10 most iconic first ladies of the USA. Um, mm, yeah, we can do that. Otherwise, I'm not sure I can name 10 first ladies of the USA. Uh, Barbara <laughs> uh, Bush. Hillary Clinton. Laura Bush. Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama. Abigail Adams. Hey, you're doing much better than I am. You're you just picking it up. Uh, that was... Uh, well, John Adams, presumably, his wife. Um, Melania Trump. How are you looking forward into the, the, the golden future of 2017, I see. So we need 20 more days, Colin. <laughs> oh, boy. Enjoy it while you can, folks. Um, what's, what's next? Uh, uh, is another sequel. Oh, yeah. Paddington 2. Paddington 2, yeah. Paddington is a great film. Paddington's so good. <laughs> Much better than I thought it was going to be. I, I kind of watched it in a kind of... Oh, I've had this okay list on it. But yeah, really funny. Good dynamic. Ben Whishaw's great as Paddington. Yeah, I, I just love the first Paddington. Uh, I didn't expect to like it so much. And I'm looking forward to Paddington too. And should you have be, Hugh uh, Grant in Paddington too as well. Oh, brilliant. He's, he's on, on form at Hugh Grant. He was brilliant in uh, Florence Foster Jenkins hmm. uh, last year. Um, I've got Battle of the Sexes written down here. Why? Um, which... Calm down. Uh, it's not. Uh, I don't think it's got even got a release date, but it's got kind of 2017 penciled in. Um, there was a, a famous tennis match, Billie Jean King take on some bloke, because um, he basically said, "Oh, women tennis players are rubbish. I could beat any of them." And so they played tennis uh, to prove who was the better. So it's called Battle of the Sexes. But um, Emma Stone is playing Billie Jean King, and Steve Carell mm. is playing the other bloke. Um, I, I think that'd be a fun story. The it, uh, it's always fun watching films about tennis because. The actors can never really play tennis well enough to to make it look like they can play tennis. So um, you see, I think Froudy, Dave Froud once um, made a blog post of the best tennis films ever. Did um, he? So uh, Would, I did ten I tennis Wim- films. I'm not sure he had ten. He had Wimbledon on the list, uh, Match Point, which is a Woody Allen film. There's some tennis in that. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a Hitchcock. Those are the only two I know. Yeah, there's a Hitchcock one. It might be Strangers on a Train. Which is about tennis, but uh, anyway, this could leap to the top of that list if it's any good, or it could sink without a trace. Who knows? <laughs> um, last on my list. Oh yeah. Um, probably because um, most of the other films that uh, will join the, oh, I'll probably see it, but I probably wouldn't want to pay money for it. <laughs> right. Yeah, but this one I would want to see it anyway. Is the Lego Batman film? Uh, okay. Yeah, mm. I've I've not got that on my list. Cause, I mean, I'm I'm almost certain I will see it. But I just... yeah, I still like the first. Lego film. I thought it was hilarious. It's good fun. Very hyperactive. Yeah, and it's good. Good um, animation. I was quite disappointed it didn't win the best animated film. Or, or even get nominated at the Oscars. Yeah. Uh, I think it was nominated. It didn't win. No, I, I, I hate to correct you, you know. Really? The, the, upro- the uproar was, I think it, it wasn't, because um, it won the BAFTA, I think, but it wasn't even nominated for the Oscars. It was crazy. Really? Wow. I know Big Hero 6 won. Yeah. Hmm. Um... Yeah, I, I just wonder whether they can they can hold the joke for the full two hours or whatever it's going to be. 
I, I don't know. I hope so. I love the trailers though. The trailers are so good. Maybe. Um, let me run. Fairly, <laughs> let me run fairly quickly through the rest of the ones I got because I got a few. Uh, few. So Manchester by the Sea, which is getting loads of Oscar buzz. Um, yeah. Casey Affleck and Michelle Williams. Uh, I've got my tickets for that one already as well. The good people at the Times are being very generous. Well, it's good to see Michelle Williams again. Well, I think Casey Affleck. Cause they, they both. Yeah, and Casey Affleck. Yeah. Six, six or seven years ago, they were really, really big. Yeah. Like the next big things and a lot of buzz around them, and I, they kind of slipped off the map a bit. So. Um, yeah, good to see them both back. Um, I've got uh, Patriots Day down here. I'm not sure why I wrote it here. It's uh, Mark Wahlberg. It's about the Chicago. Oh, sorry, Boston. Oh, is it Boston or Chicago? Oh dear. E- edit around that. Uh, marathon the, uh, bombing. A few Boston. Years ago. Boston. Thank you. Um, it's directed by Peter Berg, who did Deepwater Horizon with him, uh, which I thought was pretty good. Who does so, he star as? Mark Wahlberg. Um, well, he's. Oh, I think he's playing a. Policeman, maybe, okay, or, or a fireman, or coast guard, one of those. Um, it's it's on the it's kind of towards the bottom of the list, I'll be honest. Um, but uh, yeah, I think he's teamed up with Peter Berg a couple of times before, and uh, they they do all right together. But it looks quite fun. It's got Michelle Monaghan in it. Um, Star Wars, obviously, always looking forward to Star Wars. We've talked about the Mummy with with the great Tom Cruise. I will watch him in anything. <laughs> Is that his new name, Tom Cruise the Great? That's right. <laughs> so, um, got Kong, Kong Skull Island, which um, yeah, yeah pretty... it's one of those things that I may watch. Maybe yeah, I think if I have nothing probably... else to watch. Yeah, I will watch it. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. I will. But mainly because it stars Brie Larson. Uh, I think it's great. Fan of hers for years. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it could go either way. It, it could be a a great new launch of their. Well, I'm say launch. It's apparently it's all part of the same universe as Godzilla, and they're t- they're working their way up to Godzilla versus Kong in a few years' time. <sighs> Which oh, since please. since one of them is like this miles tall thing that breathes radioactive fire, and one of them's just a big monkey, it feels like it's going to be quite a quick fight. But uh, it's like Batman. Well, you saw Tiger. how Batman was a Superman, right? Yeah, yeah. So maybe, well, I don't know what Godzilla's weakness is. Probably Martha. Yes, that'll be it. Yeah, what, what is Godzilla's mum's name? No, no one knows. Um, we have Jum- the same mum's name. <laughs> uh, Jumanji's coming out. I'll prob- probably watch that. Who knows? Um, Ghost in the Shell, maybe. Mm. And uh, Blade Runner 2049 we talked about before, which I think I'll be up for seeing that. It's, so Blade Runner, I said to last time around, is, is, most people love Blade Runner. I quite liked it. I think I saw it after a lot of films had already ripped off a lot of its ideas, so you kind of lose the impact a bit. Mm, I've actually just read his book recently as well. Um, Do Androids Dream of Electric Ship? Oh, yeah. Yeah, by Philip K. Dick, which yeah, I yeah. believe where the universe where Blade Runner is based on as well, isn't it? So, yeah, Blade, Blade Runner is based on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. Oh, look at the most interesting, I think. Apart from all the superhero things and Star Wars, I don't think there's any... Oh, Blade, Blade Runner is the only sequel on my list from that. Which, um, oh, really? Oh, wow. Because there's been a lot of... I mean, obviously, yeah, the, all the Marvels, well, all the superhero stuff, there's a lot of sequels in there, but... Um, it does. It does feel that sequels and reboots and things have dominated recently. Obviously, yeah. Looking at the blockbusters from twenty sixteen, obviously, yeah, you've got your your Star Trek sequel, your Independence Day sequel, your Jurassic was Jurassic World. No, that was two year before, wasn't it? But um, no, that was the year before. It'd be nice to see a few more original ideas. You know, like King Kong and the Mummy. No one's done them before. So that's, <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> right there, you go. That's our grand twenty seventeen preview. Hey. Uh, 
you can look forward to us saying all the same stuff again at the end of the year when we watch them in our 2017 review. And uh, you can know that Colin will do more order <laughs> and I'll just be commenting on it again. Right. Uh, I didn't ask you when we did Actor Factor who the uh, the next Actor Factor actor is going to be. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. So I was thinking we should do Nicole Kidman. Oh, okay. Oh, my brother would please. He's, he's a fan. Hmm. Uh, Nicole Kidman, excellent. She's done a lot of Tom Cruise films, which is good. Um, <laughs> yes, you can bring in a lot of Tom Cruise films. <laughs> yep. Um, but it's time for our first quiz of 2017. So as uh, says, <laughs> I always forget you're going to cheer when I say that. Um, yeah. <laughs> as regular listeners will know, we, we quiz each other on a different topic uh, to do with films each week, each fortnight, I should say. Um, I thought we should uh, draw a line under 2016 where... I was victorious, six to four. Thank you, thank you very much. Um, and no we one's applauding you, Colin. I think everyone that listens, is, if you, please, if you're listening to this, applaud right now. And the one, people who are doing this podcast, no one's applauding. And when people ask you why you're applauding, tell them about the podcast, and more importantly, about the fact that I knew more about some films than Zijan did. Um, <laughs> we started 2017 afresh. It's nil nil, and our first quiz is on the Die Hard series. Um. So, I will ask you the first question, Dino. Are you ready yep. for this? Yes. Uh, okay. When Hans Gruber first meets John McClane in Die Hard, he pretends to be a hostage by what name? <sighs> I'm, I'm feeling generous, so I'll, I'll accept either first or last name. I don't know this. Uh, I don't John, know this. I'm going to guess. guess. Is it John Smith? <laughs> John. Uh, it is uh, Bill Clay. That's what he calls himself. Bill Clay. Yeah. Well, you've already answered my first question already, so oh, yeah. we can just move on. <laughs> I was okay. going to say, who did Alan Rickman play in the first Die Hard film? But you already know that. It's uh, Hans Gruber. Yep. And Bill Clay. Um, and Bill Clay. I feel that, yet again, I may have pitched my questions too hard. Um, question two. Die Hard 2 was released on American Independence Day, but set on which day of the year? Is it um, New Year's Eve again? <sighs> Christmas Eve. Oh, New Year's Day. I've got to accept your first answer, right? It's Christmas Eve. Ah, dang it. It's one Eve. I know it's one Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's again. Why do I say New Year's Eve for some reason? Is it because it's New Year's Year's Eve Eve right right now? now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, question two for me is what is the name of the book of which Die Hard is based on? Oh, I read this um, because it was. It's got got a weird history, hasn't it? Because it was the sequel to a Frank Sinatra film. Um. All these functional made film on the series. I, I'm going to stop uh, <laughs> just prevaricating and I'm going to tell you I can't remember. Uh, nothing lasts forever. That's it. I even I even tried to make myself remember that title. I was like, you must remember this because he's, he's going to ask By this. Roderick Top. And I forgot. Okay. Um, question three, still 1-0. Um, who played Simon Gruber in Die Hard with a Vengeance? Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons, the recent winner of a CZ of Movies Award. Um, Jeremy Irons. Guess what my question three is, Colin? I, I, is the answer Jeremy Irons. <laughs> question four for you, Colin. <laughs> question, right, okay. Um, Die Hard 4.0 was based on an article from which magazine? Um, oh, I've seen this. I was reading this. Oh, I'm going to guess one. Oh, okay. Esquire. That's from Wired. What was Wired it? magazine. Ah, oh, dang it. I know I've seen it. I think you're up 2-1 still, right? I believe I am. Yeah. Question four. Um, who wrote the score for the first three Die Hard films? 
I don't know that. Um, I'm going to say it sounds a bit like a Hans Zimmer score. Hans Zimmer. It's Michael Kamen. Never heard of him. Okay. <laughs> uh, still 2-1. You, you need this one to uh, to stay in the game. Uh, what is the name of John McClane's son in A Good Day to Die Hard? Oh, what? He has a son? Why does he have a son? <laughs> I know. He... I'm, I'm, guess, I'm guessing you've not seen A Good Day to Die Hard. No, he has a daughter, doesn't he, as well? He has, he has a son and a daughter, oh. daughter played by... Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winston. Is it going to be Colin? Colin. Oh, I wish. Colin um, McLean. Uh, his name, in fact, is John McLean, uh, known as Jack. Uh, there you go. So uh, it's it's a glorious start to the year for me. But give me a fifth question anyway, just to. Uh, yeah, just to complete it. Complete the tagline for a "Good Day to Die Hard." Yippee Mother Russia. Hey. <laughs> that is one of my favourite taglines. I love That's that tagline. Brilliant. Um, there you go, three-one victory uh, in the die-hard quiz. What are we quizzing on next time, Zeno? Uh, um, it was difficult for me to pick one um, because um, there were many films that I wanted to talk about, but I decided on the Lego Movie. Okay. The first one because the Batman one is coming out soon. Okay, I'll have to watch it again. Is it? This is this is one of the films in your DVD collection so I know that you know it very it well it is one of the films in my DVD collection <laughs> of, of, of four films of five films <laughs> brilliant but yeah it's been a while since okay. we did um, a quiz on just one film anyway I think the last one we did it was is. on The Shawshank Redemption wow that was a long mm. time ago so there you go there you go okay well um, thank you Zijin um, join us next time when we will I say talk La La Land Nicole Kidman uh, The Lego Movie and much much more Bye.